coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but I think they're fun. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, in regards to the media, I don't think they're fun. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because it's fun. See how that works? Uh, also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that thingy right there. Here's your question coming up. Going into the weekend. Ready? Who can you be a blessing to this weekend? Tip. That's the question. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. Just reach out to us. It's totally, totally cool. You just call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now... When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like talking to a great motivational coach. It's just encouraging. You like that one? I like that one a lot. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Here's the other part of this. If you want to text, you can do that, too. You can text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Let's watch our hair grow. Anyhow, uh, in addition to all of that, you can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david, D-A-V-I-D, at hemustincrease. Remember from John 3.30, he must increase, I must decrease. David at hemustincrease.org, .org, .org. Get that? I want to make sure you got that. Additionally, we want to send you up to the website, as we often do. A couple of reasons for that. Number one, don't forget the ambassador program. On the, ambas on the website is the ambassador video, plus you have the opportunity to look through it. It's real simple. You just follow it, and uh, that way we send you some brochures. We want to give a shout-out to Rosalind, who's been working on new brochures, and uh, we're going to be trying to put those into production as her and Aunt Deb hook up and as we get all this printing stuff put together and all that other stuff. Anyhow. 
how. Check that out. Real cool stuff. Plus, on the website, it's a place to give. Kind of important because we can't do the ministry unless you do it because we are 100% driven in the capacity of people giving and sharing their gifts. We're a nonprofit organization, so you get a tax tax receipt at the end of the year. That's all you get. We don't promise you a jet. We don't promise you a Ferrari. You won't even get a cupcake. Primarily because I can't get a cupcake in the mail and get it to you without messing everything up. So that's the main reason why. Uh, all you got to do, though, to give through the site, by the site, and around the site is go to the site, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Yeah, that, that's that Donald Duck or Daffy Duck just diving in the water right there. Making wow. a big splash. Making a big splash. Let's uh, acknowledge a few things right off the bat. Number one, we need to be praying for the audience. Why? Because we need to be praying for one another. That's what the call is. We're supposed to carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You're not fulfilling the Old Testament law. You're fulfilling the New Testament requirements that Jesus gave us. Remember, love God without your heart, with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus added a third. Yes, he did. John 13, 34, and 35. A new commandment I give you. He said specifically, love one another, referring to the brotherhood. Bam, there you go. There it is. So by praying for one another and caring for one another, we're taking care of one another. Definitely want you to be doing that. I'm going to throw something in there that you guys will be going, what? But I also want you to pray for your cities. Now you're just like, what? What are you talking about, my cities? In Jeremiah 29, 7, it says pray. It encourages us to pray and to bless the city we're in. That if we do that, the Lord will, as he, as he blesses the city, will be blessed because of it. So I'm just challenging you, pray for your city. I know you're in different cities. We're all in different cities. I'm in fate, right? So some people are in, you know, Irving. Some people are in Fort Worth, wherever you are. You can just pray for your city. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like praying for the country, like praying for your church, like anything else. It's just the city. Isn't that a challenge? Interesting challenge indeed, right? All right. Into Hebrews. No, we're not talking about God making coffee. Into Hebrews we go. Hebrews, we are uh, at chapter uh, 11, the great chapter of the Hall of Fame of Faith, and we are at verse 17. How do you not love this? Right here. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promise, and yet he was offering his one and only son, the one whom it was said your offspring will be called through Isaac. Now, I'm going to read that again. I want you to see something really cool. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promises, and yet he was offering his one and only son, the one to whom it was said your offspring will be called through Isaac. So returning to Abraham in the Hall of Fame of Faith, we find out that faith is a part of the testing process. Oh, wait, What? Well, let's look. We're in the Hall of Fame of Faith chapter, and then it says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested. So we know that faith is connected to the testing. Guess what, folks? When God tests you, probably not the best time to go, probably a better time to go, I believe. Right? Nobody said it was, everything was, listen, you're in. 
<laughs> you wouldn't probably be listening to the show unless you were. You're it. That's not it. Now you're going to look like Jesus more and more, whatever that takes, more and more. So just look at how cool. Now that's nothing because this next part is even cooler. It's better. I know it sounds that sounds weird to say, but to me it's better, okay? By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promises, and yet he was offering his one and only son to whom the one to whom it was been said, your offspring will be called through Isaac. What is it that Abraham received? Isaac. Isaac was an answer to the promise of God. Do you understand? God said, I'm going to give you lots of kids. <laughs> okay. Where's the first kid coming from? Well, Ishmael was one of them, but that was not the line of the promise or the, the lineage of the promise. The promise was through Isaac. What did Abraham have to do in his test? Offer up Isaac, the very promise he received in the flesh, he had to offer him up. Watch this. Get, I just want you to get ready. He had to offer up the promise of God and still trust God for it. Oh, what? It's the amazing part of this story is how far Abraham had to go. He not only was giving up his very offspring, but the actual promise of God as he understood it. It wasn't that the Lord was going to be unfaithful to the promise. It was just going to come about a way, a different way than Abraham had originally conceived of. And he still believed that God entrusted the commitment, they made the commitment that he was going to fulfill it and that it was going to happen no matter what the Lord told him to do, even though the very thing Abraham was going to do was the exact opposite direction of how the promise could be fulfilled. And you're just like going, what? And you know how he did it? By faith. Oh, my goodness. See, you read this stuff, you go, oh, you're kidding me. Some of you are sitting there thinking, well, why do you get so jovial? I've, I've actually had to do something similar. Not to this level. This is Abraham. He's like, come on. You know, the stud. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. Jeez. How are you going to drop that on a Friday? Dude? That was some <laughs> deep, good stuff. Wow. So just, he's, he puts the promise of God on the altar. On the altar. Believing God's still faithful no matter what it took. Oh, my. Oh, I know. Some of you guys might remember. Now, Joanne and Cordelia do remember this. They did send me a text. Today is our four-year, technically our four-year anniversary for being here at this station. Uh, and uh, that's because it's technically tomorrow on the 18th, but tomorrow is a Saturday. So, so this is really our four-year anniversary right here. Hey, how's this one? Take the promise of God and drop it on the altar. And trust him for it anyway. I did that a little bit with this thing called radio. I don't know how it came back. <laughs> All right, Lord. And hey, you're still doing it. Yeah, and the promise doth continue, right? Oh, it's so cool. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? Today is have a bad day day. I don't I don't know. Have a bad day day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. 
I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like. And then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going to... Not, not, touch, not, not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that, that's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked it. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through Natasha <laughs> yeah, and Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes. with the, the, It was so <laughs> funny. I mean, it was pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion last night as we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he's skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of sky dived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, <laughs> but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, maybe it's me. Uh, that's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right, let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor Wonder Julie's going. What happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're unbeknownst to the entire audience, except for Dynamite D, that today was the second latest day I have ever arrived at the station. I got here after one. And I wouldn't have known that, Dave, if you didn't mention it. Yeah. I just, I said nothing. To, it came in pretty fast, right? It was just like, boom, 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 boom. By the grace of God, here we are. Let's get ready for our first trivia question and see if you guys can figure this one out. How many people? Uh-oh. How many people? This is a number. How many people were in the upper room after the ascension of Jesus Christ? According to Acts chapter 1, how many people were in the upper room in Acts chapter 1? After the ascension, before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. There's your question. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. I'll say it slower because I want to make sure people get it, and I do say things fast. 972-445-0770. All right, I'll do that with the Sean Connery. 
972-445-077 and 0. That's my Sean Connery. Uh, additionally, you can text 214-210-8483 or you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. That would be the big one. All right, we're going to do our DNA. DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. That's right. Just spend time with every day that ends with Y. Spend some time with the guy in the sky. Just spend time with the Lord. Again, don't make it legalistic. In fact, if you have a relationship, I'm just going to make this out. If you have a relationship with a, a husband, a wife, a brother, a sister, a child— you know, there are a couple of things you do that are routine, but the general relationship is not specifically based on these specific times. Unless you're incarcerated, then it has to be based on specific times. Don't be incarcerated. Don't be legalized. Don't be uh, in bondage. Okay? Draw closer to the Lord daily, however, whenever. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 however, never. I mean, I'm just never. Be firm in the word. doesn't matter what they say. They don't have a heaven to put you in. Who cares? And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means, our favorite, one of our favorite little acronyms, OPM, other people matter. <laughs> it's just it's that simple. And here's how that goes. In order to fulfill the law of Christ, you have to be concerned and, and aware of and serve other people. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and we just follow in his example. And serving and loving one another. It doesn't matter what that capacity is, just be ready. That's what the call is. Okay? All right. Uh, that is that. That is that. Uh, we talked about the anniversary. Da 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 da. We did the impersonation. What do you want from me? And uh, the trivia question once again. <laughs> Uh, at the end of, uh, after the ascension, I should say, not at the end of, but after the ascension. How uh, how many people were in the upper room between the ascension and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit according to Acts chapter 1? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email david at he must increase.org. If you did not hear that very first segment teaching, you ought to. You ought to do that on the podcast and listen to that one. That's a good one. Uh, let's get into this next section of teaching, which I think is not as good by, by saying that. I'm not saying that this part, it's just not as cool as what you just heard. That's all I'm saying. All right, pick it up at verse 19. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 19, he considered God to be able even to raise someone from the dead. Of course, that is. Therefore, he received him back, figuratively speaking. Okay, here we go. Here's the next part in the big next section. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph as he worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, as he was nearing the end of his life, mentioned the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions concerning his bones. Now, the reason that I don't think this is quite as exciting is because let's just look at and be uh, honest and, and understand. Here is the illustration. Uh, Isaac doesn't get much in the Hall of Fame of Faith other than he prayed 
for blessings in regard to the future. Jacob gave his blessing as he was dying, which meant that he was coming face-to-face -face with his mortality. He still operated in the power of his faith. Now, that is cool because instead of looking at the faith, looking at the future and knowing he's going to die and being afraid of it, he was extending blessings to other people, uh, to, to his family members, knowing that he was going to face the Lord. He gave instructions, uh, uh, and then uh, it says, uh, after that, uh, make sure I didn't mess that up. He said, by faith, Joseph was nearing the end of his life and mentioned the exodus of the Israelites, which, by the way, wouldn't be for hundreds of years, and gave instructions concerning his bones. So he didn't not, not only did he know the future, he gave instructions on how his bones should be handled when they come into the future. This is a guy that's, I mean, that's the deepest will ever. <laughs> Just think about this. 300 years or 385, 90 years from now, I want you to do this with my bones. <laughs> Boy, talk about, you know, back in time or the back to the future, and then they do that. It's like this guy's telling what's going to happen in hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, centuries away. He's going to do this with my bones and make sure you get that right. One thing I do want you to catch, though, and I'll back up too, because I happen to like it. And I love the Abraham parts because I love Abraham. He's so great, right? Listen to this. And this is something I kind of don't want you to miss, and I skipped over on purpose. It says this. In verse 18, it says, The one whom it had been said, Your offspring shall be called through Isaac. He considered God to be able to raise him from the dead. Therefore, he received him back figuratively. So once again, I want you to understand something. The illustration and the application of the Old Testament experience is fully understood through the New Testament scriptures. Abraham considered God able to raise him from the dead. He believed that God could raise a dead body. He believed in a resurrection, and he actually received a resurrection in a, in a certain sense. So figuratively, he received it, and of course, he you know is 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 no doubt hanging with with the big G. Now, here's what I'm trying to catch to get you to understand. The New Testament gives greater clarity in the understanding of the scriptures for the Old Testament. You look at that and you see these things about the promises of God and Abraham laying it down. And you see that Abraham, you know, did, did these things. And it's a forerunner to the resurrection of Jesus. It's kind of a pre-testimony scenario going on. And you can really understand the fullness of that testimony because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In other words, the New Testament gives greater clarity for the things declared in the old. And if you're sitting there saying, well, how do you know that? I mean, do you tell me that you should use the New Testament to interpret the Old Testament? Yes. Otherwise, you don't understand Matthew 1, which says Jesus's name would be Emmanuel, which means God with us, which is only understood in Jesus. And if you don't understand that it's fulfilled in Jesus, you don't understand what Isaiah 714 is about. You're missing it. So the fulfillment is in Christ, which is what we talked about yesterday, that the veil is taken away in Jesus. So if you're sitting there wondering, well, Dave, are you going to try and tell me that you, the New Testament, that, that, that you can't read the Old Testament without the New Testament? No, you can't read the Old Testament without Christ and understand it. But you want to understand the clarities of these different sections in the Old Test in, in the Old Testament. The New Testament gives you its application time and time again. It ain't by accident.
Let's not buy. Well, that's, 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 that's not the fulfillment. It says it's the fulfillment. <laughs> so in other words, we need to look at that and recognize that. Don't be afraid of that. Your New Testament is a open-the-eyes book. It will help you understand the things that took place with all the things from Adam, actually from the very beginning, you know, in the beginning, God. Oh, you go right back to the Gospel of John, which says the same thing in the beginning. So it's like if you get, you know, if you get that mindset, you understand that the New Testament helps you grasp the fullness of the Old Testament. It's not the Old Testament is irrelevant. In fact, the New Testament gives the stamp of approval to the Old Testament. And by the way, Jesus only taught out of the Old Testament, so don't get weird on that. In the meantime, though, don't get weird that he did not teach out of the Hebrew Bible. He taught out of the Septuagint, which was a translation of the Hebrew Bible. So don't get all arrogant. <laughs> don't, don't do that. All right? But see, what I want you to catch is, for me, you know, Jacob, Isaac, Isaac gets, Isaac doesn't get a lot. <laughs> By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. That's all you get. Now, I'd rather be in the Hall of Fame of Faith, and, but it's, it just seems small. <laughs> Is it me? It just, I don't know. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph as he worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. So he's dying, he's worshipping, he's leaning, and he's blessing. This is a guy that operates in faith, right? You just you love that. And by faith, Joseph, he was nearing the end of his life, mentioned the exodus of the Israelites, gave instructions concerning his bones. 400 years from now, take my bones and do this. Couldn't fulfill his will until a long time later, which is like great. But these are all because of faith. All of these. I'm not trying to diss on Isaac, but okay. <laughs> Just a little thinner. Don't get mad. All right, the question was, and you guys got to catch this, how many people were in the upper room in the book of Acts, chapter 1, between the ascension and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Was this Acts, chapter 2? And the answer is 120. There's 120 number of names in the book of Acts. It says numbering 120. That is your answer. Tough, right? Good job, Joanne and Cordelia. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. 
But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? I did what most Christian men would do when they make a mistake it's their fault. There's nothing but humiliation on your face, and you're trying to recover in the moment. And you know what I did? I blamed it on every possible unseen force except for myself. You have chosen wisely. <laughs> so guess who knocked that uh, crystal light on that white carpet? It was Satan, by golly. Well, it was at that moment. Because it certainly wasn't my fault. I didn't knock the, the crystal light all over. It was my glass. I did pour it. I did bring it to the table. And somehow fell on the, the carpet and spread everywhere. And by golly, I wasn't going to take the blame for it. Because that would be taking personal responsibility. Well, I'm not taking personal responsibility. After all, that $500 deposit we just had that we were hoping to get back when we move out is uh, already down to 200 <laughs> And it was dropping by the dollar as the stuff was spreading. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.